0: Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called Sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide Cole Johnson, and on this episode, we're going to talk about the winner of the NCAA basketball tournament. March Madness is officially over. We're dealing with the Masters, some NHL, some NBA. And of course, we're going to put one of the running backs in the NFL in the Dolts of the Week category. And we're going to have a special upon further review. But for right now, headlines, please. Dateline, Minneapolis. The Virginia Cavaliers, who last year suffered one of the most ignominious defeats, In NCAA basketball tournament history, avenged that faux pas with cutting down the nets and being the national champions. With their 85-77 overtime victory over Texas Tech, each school was going to receive their first ever NCAA basketball championship. It just so happened to be the people from Charlottesville. The hero of the national semifinals game, Kyle Guy, had this to offer about his experience, not just this year in the tournament, But overall Quote We've all had our battles I said earlier it's really a special group Because we all had the same why amongst other whys But to share the same one And to battle everything we battle through And come out on top It's a fantastic feeling Close quote Dateline Baltimore while the Orioles are in Boston, unfortunately, Chris Davis's game has still not showed up at the uh, arena or ballparks or fields or stadiums or whatever venue you want to call it, since it's baseball we will go ballpark. Davis has had a hitting streak that has been hit less that has extended to last year, and now his hitless streak has gone to the last 54 plate appearances. And he received that ignominious honor because it is a record. With a pinch hit, two out, ground ball to second base. This season, he has started 0 for 33. Now, for those who are not accustomed to how baseball is pretty much set up, if you are an everyday starter, you normally get four appearances at the plate. You get a minimum of three. But if you're at the or supposedly at the top of the lineup, as Chris Davis at one time in his career was, many times you get four appearances. So, that could be eight or nine games where there's not a hit. And, of course, if that were to happen, well, those would be issues and problems and trouble. Line, ATL! Right fielder Nick Markakis going on the road for the first time this season. And when he left, his home was cased and burglarized. Now, the amazing thing is what was found in the home that was gone were... Five firearms, including an AR-15 rifle, a Breitling watch, and $20,000 in cash. Now, the first time All-Star and his teammates were visiting the Phillies when the incident happened on March 29th. Now, there's no other details that were given. The investigation is this moment is still ongoing. But man, I I guess this is a sign that you have to be careful of where you broadcast, where you are, because things like this can happen. And you never know if or when it's going to be you. Dateline Tampa! Now, the 2019 Stanley Cup playoffs have in earnest began, and they began this week, and the biggest story of them all at the moment right now is the Columbus Blue Jackets. One of the wildcard teams that made it to the playoffs is giving it to the team that won this year's President's Cup. Yeah, the yes, the Blue Jackets went down to Tampa and stole two games from them there, including a stunning 5-1 victory this past Friday. Now the Lightning, going into the playoffs, won a record-tying 62 games in a season. Lightning coach John Cooper has this to say about their 0-2 hole that they had to dig this to sort of in the first round of their Stanley Cup playoff series against the Blue Jackets. Quote, This is a five-alarm fire. But it's adversity, and sometimes that's good because you have to go through stuff like this. We'll see how we respond. Close quote. It harkens me back to 25 years ago when in the NBA, in the Western Conference semifinals between the Suns and the Rockets, the Suns took two games in the Summit. No, they did not play in the Toyota Center at that time. (laughs) The Rockets were called... Choke City by the media there, and the Rockets had to find a resolve. And I'm seeing Cooper play the same type of role that Rudy Tomjanovich, the head coach of the Rockets then, did as well. Which is, yeah, yeah, this is adversity, but our team responds to it, and we're going to see how well we respond to it. Similar message being told to his team that basically the head coach has the back of the team. Now it's up to them to go into hostile territory and at least take two to make this a series and bring it back to Tampa tied to going to game five. Dateline Augusta. Now, as the Stanley Cup playoffs began, it is also the time, because it's the second weekend in April, for the Masters. And what does the Masters want more than anything? They want a competitive Tiger Woods to be vying for the green jacket in the last 36 holes. And that's what they have. Because Tiger is only one stroke off of the lead. Now, unfortunately, an incident during Friday's course play. Uh, should I say scared? I guess I should say alarmed Tiger. Uh, when there was a security officer that slipped and fell and bumped into him. Now, Woods you know, seemed to be perturbed when it happened. But he walked gingerly for a few steps. And then he basically stretched it and shook it off. But this is a great sign for the Masters Tournament because when Tiger is at or near the leaderboard, the eyes come to the TV screen and the gallery fills up there. So you're going to see more people in the gallery and you're going to see more people tune in. line Augusta! Again. ESPN Sage Steele had these comments to say about being at the Augusta National Golf Club. Quote, It isn't the prettiest history, for sure, and that is putting it very, very kindly. Therefore, I feel pressure, maybe self-inflicted. I've been nervous. I was nervous about it from the moment I got the assignment. I'm nervous out, the respons- out of the responsibility of that. I'm nervous out of the responsibility for what it means. Close quote. Now, Steele is one of the anchors on ESPN Sports Center. The reason why I find her disgusting history that the Masters has take kind of off putting is she doesn't seem to fight that hard for the African American or black culture all that much, period. So I do get that, yes, they admitted their first black men member or black man, I should say to be a member of the course in 1990. And it took until this decade for the first woman to be admitted as a member. So yes, history is checkered. So is your calling this out because for you, you are the type that I have seen you degrade black culture many times and praise. Well, to be completely honest, white culture. Now, I have no problem with you praising any other culture. I just have a problem with you hating on your own in doing so or doing it at the expense of your own. That's the problem I have with you, Sage. That's the problem I've always had with you. And that's the problem I'll continue to have with you until you evolve your thinking. And as I said about Kodak Black in Mo- on the Mocha Menace podcast, and you'll catch that episode next week. Thank you, Stephanie. I'm looking at a person who sees the figure in the mirror, hates herself so much. And projects that poison and projectile toward those who look like her. That's how I view you. That's how I will always view you until I see something a lot healthier come from you. So, yes, what you're saying is factual. The fact is coming from you. It's problematic all the way around. Dateline Salt Lake City. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, no, don't, don't. no. This is not another incident where a fan went out of pocket and said racial epithets toward another player. No, 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 it's not that. It's not another fan being kicked out of the arena for life. No, no, this is actually an insightful reason why the dayline in Salt Lake City jazz guard Kyle Corver wrote in the Players Tribune, a touching, riveting and thought provoking and provocative blog about white Privilege. Now, for those who don't know Kyle Korver, Corver, well, he is white, he is a former Hawk, so he has been around the black experience and black culture, not just the NBA, but just in a city like Atlanta. He's also a former Cavalier, because that's where he got his ring, being alongside LeBron James in 2016. He also has four, I guess you could say, three-point percentage titles, <laughs> and he's also an all-star. Now, he talked about his experience as a Hawk with his teammate, Thavo Cephalosia, when he had his leg broken by New York police. Now as he recounted, now, as he recounted the events, before he even talked to Thavo, he blamed him for basically the police beating on him or beating him down. But through the course of time and maturity and, well, being open, Kova realized that, well, maybe that is not the, the mentality that I should have in regards to what I'm seeing here. And this is what he wrote in his piece. Quote. There's an elephant in the room that I've been thinking about a lot over these last few weeks It's the fact that demographically, if we're being honest, I have more in common with the fans in the crowd at your average NBA game than I have with the players on the court. It's about responsibility. It's about understanding that when we've said the word equality for generations what we've really meant is equality for a certain group of people. It's about understanding that when we said the word inequality for generations, what we've really meant is slavery and its aftermath, which is still being felt to this day. It's about understanding on a fundamental level that black people and white people, they still have a difference in America and that those differences come from an ugly history, not some random divide. Close quote. This is what I love to hear from someone who is my brother, but doesn't share the same melanin as I do, because it displays to me that he has given thought about his life, about life in general and about his place in life and and, and about what he wants to do to improve it. Now, this is a, a, a stark contrast to that of future draft choice in the NFL, Nick Bosa, who had to take down what was deemed as racist tweets. And racist paraphernalia, if some would say racist paraphernalia, but he is one who hates on Kyla Kaepernick, one who is a Make America Great Again supporter, but that doesn't make him racist. Just the thought process of other things have given that impression. But we're talking about a guy who is 38 and Corver versus a guy who's in his early twenties. All of us in our twenties have had the thought that we knew everything and that we, but we were informed with all we need to know and that we would rush first with what our thoughts were. And I give privy to thought versus when you are almost 40 and you look at life and, and you have that mentality of, well, I'm, just, I'm going to be who I am and it's going to be very difficult to change that. But how could I make the world better? It's not about me, me, me then it's about how I can influence the world around me, me, me. And how how can I make a difference with others who are not me, me, me? And that is what makes Corver special. All I could do is say, thank you, Kyle. Thank you for relating. Now, hopefully you can turn to those to who you relate, (laughs) aka NBA fan, and you can show them the way. Because this is what we've been saying all of our lives. It's two Americas. And I've said this on this program. It's two Americas. It doesn't have to be, but that is what it is. And it's unfortunate because it's going to be that way until we all get together and do something different. Later, driving puts a running back in the crosshairs of Dota of the week. We're going to honor some legends. I would say playing legends, but they're living. But immediately following the break, we are going to talk about the dysfunction that is the Los Angeles Lakers. Evil Empire, Baylor the Great? I don't think so. I'm gonna... few minutes let me get my liquor nation on nine months ago we were seeing fans so elated outside the Staples Center they, they even planned the ticket parade down Figueroa Street in LA because they assumed as soon as his John Hancock was dry on the contract They were thinking, LeBron James is a Laker, and here we come, finals. Look out, Warriors. Your days are numbered. And now we are seeing basically a team that is spinning its wheels. How are they spinning their wheels? That's why I'm going to go in. The Hall of Fame point guard to me the greatest point guard to ever play in the NBA and no I will give this disclaimer I am not a Lakers fan I just admire great play when I see it I saw this man play the dude was just awesome on the court outside of the business ventures he's had he's had a tough time trying to equate or should say equal the success he had on the court as a player with any success off the court in relation to basketball. 25 years ago, he tried to do the same thing as a head coach, a seven game losing streak to end the season. It basically said, nah, coaching is not for me. And now he has tried his hand at being the president of basketball operations for the team. He loves so much. He has been at the seat for two years. And now he, this week is pulling a disappearing act. Magic had this to say in his press conference this past Tuesday about his impending resignation from his post as president of basketball operations for the Los Angeles Lakers. Quote, I want to go back to having fun. I want to go back to being who I was before taking on this job. We're halfway there with LeBron coming. I think this summer... With that other star coming in, whoever it's going to whoever is going to bring him in, I think this team is really going to be positioned to contend for a championship with the growth of the young players. Close quote I have more on what he had to say in that conference, but I have to stop here. You you mean the young players that when you saw Anthony Davis express overtures to be a Laker? You decided to push all of them away from the Staples Center? Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball. You mean that growth of young players? That the ones who, without LeBron, was 35 and 47 and with LeBron? Yes, LeBron was injured for some of the year and then sat out for the last six games, was only two games better? That growth? Now, I, you know, I can say in tongue of cheek well, yeah, the Lakers did grow. I mean, they won two more games this year than last year. So, yeah, they are showing growth. But Lakers fan can relate to what I'm about to say. When you have what supposedly is a transcendent player, a once-in-a-generation player, a once-in-a-lifetime player, as many have said he is, and when you have a player who, when you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers and you see that they are a finals team with him and they are fighting for zion williamson when they're not of course their expectations are going to be well i'm sorry lakers fan off kilter <laughs> i mean you're dealing with the franchise and you filter this or helped filter this thinking magic you're dealing with a fan base that is championship or bust every year that's why i equate them and lakers fan you know this to be true I say that they are the NBA equivalent to Cowboys fan in the NFL because the expectations that Cowboys fan has of the Cowboys are so high that it's ridiculous. And here it is, 23 years accounting, no Super Bowl for them. Here's how it is equal with Lakers fan. Nine years accounting for you, no Larry O'Brien trophies, no NBA championship, no world championship since 2010, no playoffs trip. In six years, no advancement in the playoffs in seven. So we are dealing with a team whose last bit of glory happened when Kobe Bryant was the number one player on the team. So Lakers fan is probably thinking, well, a somewhat busted up Kobe Bryant got the team to the playoffs. He wasn't his 2008, 2009 self. He certainly wasn't his 2005, six and seven self. I mean, Kobe just by himself got a horrible Lakers team to the playoffs. Number 23 should do the same thing. Well, it's different when number 23 has to play amongst youngsters who haven't grown like you think they have. And because they haven't grown like you think they have, that's why you slid them to the center of the table in a trade possibility so you can get that instantaneous glory in having a front court that includes LeBron James and Anthony Davis And of course you had this tie in With them having the same agent In Rich Paul But the former GM of the Pelicans Del Demps did the right thing Said no, no mm-mm. That deal isn't supposed to go through Because I don't want to have Los Angeles Lakers East Because they already have Julius Randle On the squad We saw this act over there It was tired and they You could say they were growing But mm, no, no That nucleus is not championship caliber. So I don't want that here. Smart move. Because you got that there, and you all aren't stiff in the playoffs again. Uh, And about the want-to-have-fun sentiment. Magic had this to say about that. Quote, I would have to affect somebody's livelihood in their life. And I thought about it, and I said, that's not fun for me. That's not who I am. And then I don't want to put her in the middle of us." Even though she said, hey, you can do what you want to do. I know she has great love for him and great love for me. Close quote. The her in that situation is the president and principal owner of the Lakers, GD Buss. And the him in that situation is now the fired head coach of the Lakers, Luke Walton. And former player and former NBA champion of the Lakers, Luke Walton. Irvin. Come on, man. You have been part of the NBA family since I would say the summer of 1979. You have been part of the NBA tapestry for four decades. You know how this goes. And people still to this day clown you for running Paul Westhead out of town. And we're talking 1981. 40, almost 40 years later, people clown you for running. Paul Westhead, who the year prior, with you being one of the focal points of the team, won, winning a championship, the first in your professional career. And you're saying that you would have to affect somebody's livelihood in their life? You know this already. You were best friends with Jeannie's father, Dr. Jerry Bus, the late Dr. Jerry Bus, best friends with him. That's not a, that, that's not an, uh, an alliteration that is not hyperbole to steal a phrase from a battle rapper, that's just fact because he would invite you and the two of you would go to the playboy mansion and do God knows what, with God knows how many women there. So you are aware of the life. You've been part owner for the Lakers (laughs) before you took on the president, of the basketball operations position. So if you have been in the front office, you pretty much know how it goes and if you are the number one player on the team which you were for many years I may add you know how it goes you know that there is basically a revolving chair when it comes and a revolving door too when it comes to executives and when it comes to coaches come on man really I would have to affect somebody's livelihood in life you knew this before you took the job how is it that this Supposedly escaped you because to me, it didn't. It didn't escape you, man. You knew that you knew the cost. You knew the deal. You, you just simply didn't want to be the bad guy because the, the pressures of the job were getting to you. Now you expressed that in your 40 minute press conference, but I think you want us to think that you don't want to hurt people. That's why you decided to take yourself out of the line of fire, so to speak. And then you, said to Rachel Nichols of ESPN that you couldn't say this to Jeannie face to face. You had to do this without her knowledge of it because you said that this is like family and you regard Jeannie as like a sister, which I totally understand. Cause as I said before in this segment, you were tight and close buds with her father and that you two would sit down and you two would, you know, you two would cry after you would say to her that you need to go and she would beg you to stay and that, You would cry some more with her and then you would acquiesce to her wishes and, and, and still be there. This looks like a quitter. And I don't like saying that about you, but that's what it looks like. And you said at the beginning of last year, I should say beginning of this year, you said that if you couldn't in two years bring the team around to the level that you believe the Lakers should be which if Lakers fan correct me if I'm wrong is competing for the NBA championship almost on an annual basis or bust if it's bust you're gone if it's not bust you'll be there and you'd be pretty much the next Jerry West to all the Lakers fans you didn't even give the process one year after you made that statement and you're gone Now, I know, you know, some Lakers fans are, well, short. They blamed you for not pulling a deal to get Davis there. And that's not your fault. You tried. You just ran into a problem in having a player go about it the wrong way and a GM going about the right way. And he paid for it by being fired. You tried. You had to clean up so much mess from Jim Buss, the person who preceded your position, and getting rid of a contract. As, hu- as huge as Luol Dang, who barely saw court time, and you had to get rid of a four-year, $64 million contract of one Timothy Mozgov, your job was hard. And you don't get the credit for it because, well, you, you have to see it translate to wins. Now, I will say this as a full pas for you. You brought in Lance Stevenson, you brought in JaVale McGee, you brought in Rajon Rondo, and I get why you brought them in. All of them had playoff experience, and in Rondo and McGee's case, they have championships to show for it. But with a player like LeBron James, you need to have shooters around him. Brad Miller for the Heat, Kyle Corver for the Cavs. Who is that person for the Lakers right now? Nobody. So if I'm going to fault you at any juncture, it would be that as, as savvy as you are, as much basketball knowledge as you do possess, you lack stacking the talent around LeBron that was going to help him succeed. You got the point guard that was going to take the pressure off of having him run the squad, but you didn't take the pressure off of him to score from deep and we can crucify LeBron all we want. 20, 27, eight and eight pretty much says that, well, his skills aren't slipping. It's just that father time is catching up to him. And my thought for you was, okay, I guess the biggest decision you have to make is, are you going to find a Robin for his Batman? Or are you going to make LeBron Robin and find a Batman for him? Instead, you said, I don't want this headache. I don't want these problems. I'm gone. For a guy who took being called Tragic Johnson after the 84 NBA Finals, worked hard to shed that label and then win The championship only 365 days later. That's the resolve we need to see from you now. Not the same resolve that you showed as being the Lakers head coach. This is too tough. This is too hard. I'm not happy. I'm not smiling. I'm out of here. That's, that's, that's not what, that's not what we want to see. We want to see that, that champion who went to the finals nine times and won it five times. The guy who after retirement was inflicted with the HIV positive virus and now 28 years later you're living life with a big bright smile on your face and you look like you're showing no effects of the disease. The same guy who upon retirement showed that you had the business savvy and acumen that was just as strong as your skills on the court as a point guard. That is the magic that we want to see. Not the magic that. We pretty much know now that when the going gets tough, you can be tough enough. But when it comes to being a coach and being a front office personnel uh, player, you go poof and you disappear. That's not cool, man. That's not cool at all. return the adult of the week that's next you've tuned into the classiest sports show on the planet COAL Sport. From the Vault, a look back at a key moment in sports history. April thirteenth, 1975 The Augusta National Golf Club was a haven for golfers all around the world. Those who were enthusiasts of springtime in the South got their view of something spectacular. But one thing they hadn't seen until then was a black player on their links. Enter Lee Elder. Now, Elder described his experience as that of a treacherous journey that had taken years to get to that point. After all, at one tournament, he was forced to change in the parking lot after being refused entry into the clubhouse. And during another, his ball had been hurled into the hedge by a spectator. He was relieved when he heard warm applause on the way to the first tee. Recounting the experience again, Elder had this to say quote, The applause was the relieving factor for me It really helped me to relax If it had been dead silent and quiet, it would have been a different situation The fact they clapped let me know they had received me and they wanted me there to play Really helped Close quote. Lee Elder breaks down one of the last color barriers in sports at Augusta National Golf Club. From the Vault, brought to you by... Goal Sport. Back to Cole Sports. Cole Johnson here. I love that music, but we gotta cut it because we gotta get to the Dolt of the Week. Dolt of the Week is sponsored by nobody, but we're still looking to give it to you straight with no chaser. The winner of this episode's Dolt of the Week is. the field. Jack was running back Leonard Fournette. Now I came this close to warning it to Antonio Brown for just simply not keeping his trap shut and you'll find out what I think about that and as I said earlier, in my appearance on Mocha Minutes, which will air later next week. However, when I read this, I said I can't believe what I am reading. So Fournette was arrested at a traffic stop. That's Harmless, right? You're thinking, okay, well, he, you know, may have had a parking ticket that he didn't pay for or anything of that nature. No, no, no. It, it just turns out that it just turns out that FordNet had his driver's license suspended following an incident five months prior when he was cited for driving 37 in a 25 and he didn't pay the required fine. The Jaguars issued a statement and the team officials said that they're aware of it and they're going to gather more information as they see fit, which probably means that a suspension is likely to be levied upon Fournette from the NFL if the Jaguars don't beat them to it. So after a hard 2018 where he was injured for most of that year, he also suspended the game for leaving the bench and punching a defensive end for the Bills in their 24-21 loss to them also in the month of November. Wait, wait, wait. I I gotta dust something off here. Email. Leonard Fournette. CC. Any NFL player. Subject of email. Bank! Body of email. You have a suspended license. Really, man? Really? You mean to tell me you couldn't pay that fine? Look, I... I get it for the average person who doesn't nearly make what you make and they probably are struggling to pay a fine of that degree of speeding, but you couldn't pay a speeding ticket fine? What? Are you kidding me? Are, are you having similar issues that Trit Richardson did with his money where that young brother basically said, when I eat, we all eat, and everybody took that literally and they all ate off of him to the point where he now is almost destitute? Are you saying that situation is similarly happening to you right now? Because I can't see how you cannot afford to pay a speeding ticket fine. All you had to do was pay the fine and you would not have been pulled over now. So now not only you have a speeding ticket fine that you hadn't paid for, you now have an arrest on your record and you have that arrest on your record because you drove with a suspended license. You're you're a young man, 24 these are things my man That I have to actually look To your organization and say Why don't you tell them That if you have run a file of the law In any way shape form or fashion It doesn't mean drugs It doesn't mean guns It doesn't mean sexual assault or, or domestic violence It also can mean Moving violations in your car That you take care of them Or you have them Help you take care of them because I'm assuming 12 miles over the speed limit. I'm sure the fine is stiff. I'm sure the fine is steep. But I don't think it's so steep that you couldn't pay for it. I'm sure it probably was probably maybe $200, $300 maybe. I can't see it being any more than that. So you get arrested. Your license is suspended over possibly $300. And you could have paid Duval County. Are you serious, man? <sighs> Whoever are your handlers... You need to fire them because they aren't taking care of their business. You are an NFL player. You can't afford to have these types of lapses because this makes you look bad to the shield in New York. And it's not because you run up on somebody and you dusted them off with some fists, which you did on the field. But you didn't do this off the field. You don't have a drug issue. You didn't drive drunk. You didn't batter a woman. You didn't steal anything. You didn't pay a fine for driving a car too fast. Now, uh, now, if this happened to be in a school zone, I'll probably raise that up to maybe four or five hundred. I know full well you can afford five hundred dollars to pay the fine, and I'm and I'm being liberal. I'm sure you could afford five hundred dollars. Now, if you're saying that you were arrested on. Now, if you're saying that you were arrested falsely, well, why don't you challenge that? Or why didn't you challenge that then? Because then I could understand it. But you just let that go. And then five months later, you get arrested because you're driving with a suspended license. Oh, man. You are supposedly the crown jewel of that offense. One that now has Nick Foles as your quarterback. You are going to be the the, the straw which stirs the Jaguars offensive drink where they would be running play action out the wazoo because of you and they could they could pound the rock at least 20 times a game because of you and they could rest the defense because of you but if you're going to be mia because of your own stupidity then why should they entrust their biggest game plans on you a speeding fine not paid are you for real come on leonard you you gotta do better than that man no man no, take care of your business, dog. They got you in Jacksonville to take care of business. You're one of the you're one of the best backs that are out there right now. You give us Jerome Bettis vibes. But the one thing that the bus didn't do that you are doing was he didn't put himself in situations like this. And and the reason why to me it's maddening is because it is easily avoidable. Okay, so you sped. Fine. Cool. We all make mistakes behind the wheel, I don't care who you are. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Thankfully, no one was injured. Thankfully, you weren't hurt or injured. Pay the fine and go on, man. Instead, you break the law and you get arrested for it. You got to think better than that, man. That's really all I'm saying. Think better than that, please. 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 Man, I don't believe this. Cole Johnson. Cole Sports. Cole Sports. With the Z.com. When I return, Wade County and Dirty. A Champions Personified Edition of Upon Further Review Perfect. is next. <laughs> to you right and exact, coming to you with the strength of three fools, oh yeah, which one of the three fools is going to be the ultimate fool in this quarter, we'll find out later this week, Cold Sports presents to you. The first of 2019. Don't add the quota. Sports. Who do I have winning it all for the Stanley Cup? Who do I have winning it all for the NBA side of, of the ledger? Who got the green jacket and masters play? And of course, we're going to have a palm further view and have a dolt of the week. All of that is at your disposal and tune into my Patreon. Dolt of the month for March of 2019 on tap. Dolt of the quarter for the first quarter of 2019's on tap. And You just have to find out what I have to say about Paul Pierce. Crazy. And this week, we're also going to delve in more into the Lakers dysfunction. We're also going to talk about the things we're going to possibly hear from NBA fan as the playoffs go along. That and more. That's all on Patreon. But for now, it's time to give the roses to those while they're living. And in these two men's cases, it's well-deserved. I'll touch on that and upon further review. And now, without further ado, Cole Sports proudly presents to you Champion Champion Personify This past week we saw Two guys that have been fixtures in the NBA culture at least the last decade and a half. Play their last games and both of them had one more road game to play after their last home game. And the outpouring of love both been received on their home floors told all of us all we needed to know about how valued they are, not just to the community of Miami and Dallas, but to the NBA community and the world at large. Let's start with D Wade first. So in Brooklyn, he got a chance to meet up with his boys, the banana boat crew. And for those who don't know who comprises of that, it is Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul, LeBron James, and Carmelo Anthony. Well, Anthony, Paul, and James were at courtside and seeing the send off to Dwayne Wade. And he sent them off. Well, because he he left with a triple double in the home game finale for Wade, there was a brilliant commercial that was uh, shown to him. All throughout this year, we saw him trade jerseys with different players. All throughout all throughout the, the season, well, it was a commercial where he was in a gym. He stand he stood at at center court, and different people came. One from Parkland, and. One being his mother. It was about five people. And all of them gave him something. One was a jersey. One was a blazer. His mother gave him a a royal robe. One that was colored in purple. And it gave you a reflection and a glimpse as to the heart of this man. That we know that he is one of indomitable will and spirit on the court. We know that. We also know that he has, some would say strange. Others would say unique style of fashion and he proudly is a father of four children and he loves his actress wife Gabrielle Union we know all of this about Dwayne the one whose name is spelled D-W-Y-A-N-E but what we don't know about him is what we saw in that commercial where in two minutes we got a chance to understand how profoundly he touches lives who don't have to be on the court sharing the same skill as he does. It could be a Parkland, Florida teenager. It could be a a young man who lost his way and found his way because he saw this guy wearing the number three jersey with the heat. It could be his very own mother who she had her own foibles in life. Yet instead of being in his feelings about abandonment, he helped his mother out. And now she's a pastor of a church that he helped fund it. You see, when I, when I think of Dwayne Wade, I don't think about being down 16 and they were down 02 in the 2006 NBA finals and he brings them back basically by himself alone. I don't think of him as the guy who could have insisted on being Batman in the, the big three era with him, LeBron James or Chris Bosch, but purposely after the 2011 finals said to LeBron, Look, you're the most talented player, not only on our team, but in the league. You have to lead us there. So I have to take a step back in this. This guy speaks sacrifice. This guy speaks winning. This guy speaks teamwork. And in those commercials, also, this guy speaks compassion and love of fellow man and woman. 1,054 regular season games, 177 playoff games, one finals MVP, 13 all-star selections, 23,000 plus points. One gold medal and one bronze medal. All of that pales in comparison to the lives he has touched along the way to now. And that is what makes him brilliant. Shifting gears, I remember seeing a clip of this guy, seven foot tall, white, from Germany. And there wasn't anything that 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 impressed me about him. But this sucker just kept hitting these jumpers, though. Almost give me Jack Sigma vibes, but with just a little, with a little more... This guy, seven foot tall, playing power forward, could play small forward and center. He showed that he could bang in the post, but it was that 15 to 20 foot jumper that that took him and his game to a whole new level. Now, I mentioned the 2006 NBA Finals. He was up two games to none and just couldn't pull it out. And I really believe that was that is what fueled him five years later when he got the same team and they were down two games to none. And then Navisky pulls off his Dwayne Wade, willing the team to a championship. Now, he did have help from Jason Terry, but he was remarkable. in that not just that series. He was remarkable in that playoff run because, remember, the defending champs, the defending two-time champs, Los Angeles Lakers, were the team that they met in the Western Conference semifinals that year in the 2011. And they were the overwhelming favorites because it was supposed to be the, the Lakers in the heat that year. Remember, people clamored to see Kobe and LeBron go at it. And so this was supposed to be the last best chance for it to happen. And Novitsky led this team and swept them. He swept the two time defending champs four games to none. And they did not have home court advantage. I mean, he just was, he just was remarkable that year and that playoff run for sure. Now he had a magical 2007 year, but 2011 was when I actually started to take notice of him as a, as an elite player so i'm like wow okay so he's hard to stop you put someone small he can shoot over him you put someone taller he actually has he actually has the ability to dribble around them and pass them so this guy knows how to play this sport very well very well and he was breaking the mold he was not your typical european style player now he had some european style skills but he was not afraid of contact Which that normally is what, when you say European style player, that's a big guy. Normally you're afraid of contact. Now, I've seen some who aren't. Arvidas Sabonis is another who wasn't afraid of contact. In fact, he loved it. But Nowitzki could body you down low with the post. He could take you outside and drain 15 to 20 footers all day. He just had a style about him that was easy. But that is not what, that's not all that what endeared me to him. What was the cherry on top of this Sunday, what made it so wonderful for me to enjoy anything that Dirt Nowitzki did was one time he was injured. He was on the sideline and and he was basically being one of those uh, on court reporters uh, of the local. I think it was Fox Sports programming. And so they were talking in the midst of play. And Jason Terry throws an alley-oop. And all you hear is. Oh! Shut it down! Oh, no! Let's go! Home! Not... It's a wrap, yeah, That is a wrap. Woo! <laughs> that was I, I just I, it 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 warmed my heart because it made me think. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! How in the world does this white guy know to say shut it down? I'm like, it's wait a minute. I say, is Dirk a hip hop head? And that's when I really started to take notice and looked a little closer at him. Now, for those that don't know, he, he has a black wife. He walked into the arena with a hot plate. And I do mean hot plate because he had this plate in his hand wrapped in foil. He always wore Timbaland boots. He probably still wears them now and the Couture Gras, his 40th birthday, 40th birthday party. He invited Buster Rhymes to perform at it. I'm like, this guy, wow. And here's why he is my personal favorite. One of my personal favorites. He is the exact case study that you can look as lily white as he does, but have as open of a heart as you could possibly have. Because soul is not about color. Hip hop's not about color. Swag is not about color. It's just what you have. It's who you are. It's what you are. That's Dirk. That's dirty as the owner of the Mavs, Mark Cuban calls him. That's him. And when he was honored on center court by Detlef Shrimp, Scotty Pippen, Sean Kemp, Larry Bird, all former NBA players, most of them he played against. He didn't, of course he didn't play against Bird and he didn't play against Shrimp. It gave you a glimpse as to how hard he studied about the game. And then the stuff that you saw off the court, it, it just gave you an understanding as to how big his heart is off the court. I don't care how long. I am on this earth. I will always say that one of my favorite players to ever lace them up is Dirk Nowitzki. This seven foot guy from Germany who played, who wore number 41. He played 21 years on the same team, which that is an NBA record. No man has played 21 years in the same uniform and is such a remarkable human being. Remarkable. To Dwayne and to Dirk. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for making my life. uh, Thank you for making my life richer Thank you for making other people's lives richer And thank you for doing it Not just with the skills that you have As a basketball player But with the biggest muscle that all of us possess Our hearts And not just what you can do As to show your resolve on the court But to show what you can do Just by living as a human being off of it For the many examples that we have that athletes can go all sorts of left and wrong, you too are why we follow athletics in general. Because you too are the consistent model of how it looks when it's done right. If you happen to like this episode or any episode you have heard thus far, the subscribe button is right there. You have all the choices that you can select. Click it and you will subscribe to cool sports with a Z dot com. Now, if you want exclusive content that only I can provide on Patreon, you feel the need to say it with your chest. You want to reach us by email. You want to hear this voice on voiceovers or commercials that you may have. You want to join my private Facebook group. You want to hear guest appearances that I have made or this brand has made. Or if you have healing and heartbreak issues or if you want to hear other interviews that I have done. You can find all of this on com. That's com. You can reach me and all of this at com. And I only ask for three simple things Not one, not two, three Love your neighbor as yourself As you love yourself with all of your heart, mind, and spirit Tell a friend to tell a friend about this particular program And the whole brand And Enjoy the content For the Intelligent Sportsman I am Cole Johnson And this